Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Today on the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Level 2 drought in Connecticut. Time to conserve water. I'm Sean Adams in Stanford. We're not done with the shark alerts. Lifeguards saw more fins yesterday. That was a hail of a storm that ripped through Long Island last night, enough to break windows. And what we know about the death of Ivana Trump and about a Manhattan dog napping attempt. We'll dip into the archives for the WCBS News Radio 88 Seconds in Sound when demonstrators beat the police on the Brooklyn Bridge. Good morning on Friday, the 15th of July. I'm Paul Bourdain. Morning, I'm Wayne Cabot. Craig says it's going to be a dry day today, which is not really what we want to hear. I mean, it is a Friday. We want to go into the weekend and not get rained on, or do we? Well, we could use it. How dry we are. This parched July allows a rather air, follows this rather arid June, and uh, neither Craig Allen nor government forecasters see any immediate change. And so... Yep, time to conserve. We start in Connecticut, where the governor's making an ask of us. Sean Adams is in Stanford. Sean, good morning. What is it? Well, Governor Lamont is asking all of Connecticut, the entire state, to conserve water, to be mindful every time you use this precious resource. We are caught in a dry spell, and uh, the steamy July temps, uh, they don't help. They stress the water supply. Connecticut monitors rainfall, groundwater, stream flow, and soil moisture, and right now things are uh, going down. Uh, the state's at level two alert. Conservation is voluntary at this point, so you can uh, you should uh, reduce lawn watering, put off any new landscaping, go around your house, fix the leaks in your house. You'll you'll save. It all adds up. Aquarian Water has already uh, notified. Uh, many customers and told them to use uh, lawn sprinklers just two days per week based on an even-odd house number schedule. Now you can already see out here there are the brown spots popping up on lawns and trees are starting to shed scorched leaves. Paul, Wayne? Sean, if we don't get any meaningful rain soon, uh, what happens next? If we don't get any good soaking rains uh, in the weeks to come, Connecticut uh, eventually could move to level three. That's a moderate drought alert. Four counties hit level three in 2020. In stages four and five, when things get more extreme, that's when mandatory uh, restrictions kick in and there would be enforcement. Sean, thank you. Long Island, by the way, is certainly feeling this as well. A community in Nassau County is asking for conservation. The Jericho Water District has issued a no-watering alert there, asking people to stop watering their lawns, partly because of dry conditions and also because supply chain issues are keeping a treatment plant from being finished. Tonight, Friday night, is when people normally think about chilling out. It's the next chance to vax up, though. At 6 p.m., the city will open its registration on its website for 8,200 first doses for the monkeypox shot. This is not the site that has been crashing. The city blames a third-party vendor for that rough rollout. This will be the city's own appointment scheduling website. City Health Commissioner Dr. 
Ashwin Vasson says we are approaching monkeypox in New York City with the urgency it deserves. Monkeypox cases in the city now approaching 400. Mass vaccination sites will open Sunday at Aviation High School in Queens, the Bushwick Education Campus in North Brooklyn, and the Bronx High School of Science. But this is for one day only. They only have enough shots for that. And that is what tonight's registration is for, the Sunday vaccinations. Again, this is only for people seeking a first dose. A person is fully protected only after taking two shots. A Nassau County beach is closed to swimming after multiple shark sightings. Lifeguards saw the telltale fins off of Tobey Beach yesterday afternoon. The town of Oyster Bay will keep it closed through at least this morning. Out east, the lifeguard who got bitten off of Smith Point County Park in Suffolk County, back on duty yesterday, back in the surf. Lifeguard Zach Gallo admitted being a bit apprehensive, but he says once he was in the water, he was happy to be back. He's one of two people bitten off of Smith Point County Park in Shirley. Two people were also bitten by sharks off of Fire Island. Chunks of ice falling from the sky the size of silver dollars. What the hell is coming down, hitting, hitting the, the, the windows and everything. And then uh, before everything turned white. And before you know it, the, the trees are coming down. That's Fred Forster, worker at Aronkonkoma 7-Eleven, telling CBS2 about last evening's severe storm that was strong enough to break a window at his store. Trees fell on cars and power lines, cutting power for a while. Next round of possibly strong storms should roll through tomorrow, as we'll hear in a moment from Craig Allen. Let's go to the Weather Center. Chief Meteorologist Craig Allen is here. Craig, I once had a a news manager say to me, I won't mention any names, but this news (laughs) manager said, what are you making a big deal about it getting dry? It always gets dry in the summertime. What do you yeah. think? Yeah, you know, but it's just one of those things now that it's it's become more more important, and it's apparent that with the dry air out there, you can see what's happening. You can see the results. Just take a look at lawns and flowers, and then, of course, you start worrying about fires and so forth. So, uh, yeah, we could certainly use some rainfall. Yesterday, parts of Long Island picked up a quick, heavy, I mean, really heavy downpour, but it was quick, and it certainly doesn't alleviate the problem. We're more than three and a half inches below normal for the season. And, of course, don't forget it also has to do with drinking water. The water has to seep down into uh, into the wells if you have well water, and it has to fill those reservoirs. So mostly sunny and quite warm for today, 84 to 88 degrees. Uh, so there, I told that manager, right? Fair and mild for tonight, low 66 to 72. Saturday, sun mixing with clouds. A spotty mid or late day thunderstorm is possible, especially south of the city. It'll be in the mid 80s. Sunday, partly cloudy, very warm and humid with a chance of a thunderstorm. And highs in the middle 80s once again, but the humidity is definitely back. It's 73, humidity right now, 54%. And Craig, it is unclear what caused the death of businesswoman Ivana Trump, who was found yesterday at the bottom of a staircase in her Upper East Side townhouse. It's not known, at least not publicly, if she fell down the steps before her death or whether she suffered cardiac arrest, the official cause of death to be determined by the medical examiner. Ivana Trump was 73 and was married for 15 years to Donald Trump with which she had three children, Donald Jr., Ivanka, and Eric. Do you miss the old life? The old life? Life with Donald. I don't, no. Nothing really changed. I have a beautiful home here. I have a spectacular apartment in Miami. I have a 300-year-old fisherman houses in in harbor of the Saint-Tropez. What more can I, uh, can I have? That interview with CBS News correspondent Jim Axelrod. Donald Trump on social media called her a, quote, wonderful, beautiful, and amazing woman. 
Surveillance video from Lower Manhattan shows someone trying to dognap a French bulldog as the dog was taken for a walk. Video shows a man following the dog walker out of a revolving door of an office building on Broadway and Rector. The man tries to steal the dog right from its owner's grip. In the struggle, the dog owner gets punched in the head, slammed against the door. This video is from June 21st, and police are trying now to track down the would-be dognapper, asking for tips to the Crime Stoppers hotline. The 988 Mental Health Hotline is rolling out this weekend in Connecticut. It will be a gradual rollout, 988. It, however, will continue to run alongside Connecticut's existing suicide and crisis lifeline, which is 1-800-273-TALK. That's 8255. The 800 number will be available during, like I said, the rollout. And this line also in Connecticut will incorporate the existing Veterans Crisis Line. It is the Morning News Roundup. I'm Wayne Cabot. And I'm Paul Bernay with your three things to know. And following up, Paul, on what you just said, starting tomorrow, anybody across the country can call this 988 number or text 988 for what used to be the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. 988 already exists in some areas. Number two, of Jersey drivers don't get a credit off of New York's congestion pricing, Congressman Josh Gottheimer says he'll move to defund its implementation. He wants to deny federal dollars for the MTA unless... Jersey drivers get credit for Hudson River tolls. Third thing, the January 6th committee says the Secret Service deleted text messages on the day of and day before the January 6th attack on the Capitol. Loyola Law Professor Lori Levinson. Now, we don't know exactly why they were destroyed, but if they were destroyed in an effort to try to obstruct the investigation, that's very serious. People are asking questions. Have the people in the Secret Service chosen a side? with regard to the January 6th investigation. Up next, it's our News Radio 88 Seconds in Sound for July 15th. Uh, I'm all right. A little bit bruised up. Uh, On this date, one of the many peaceful marches for justice turned ugly in the summer of 2020. Protesters turning on the police on the Brooklyn Bridge. Among those hurt was the highest-ranking uniformed officer, Chief Terrence Monahan, who had a minor hand injury. Some of my cops are in as good a shape. You know, my sergeant uh, took eight staples in his head. An individual uh, gets on top of the lieutenant and starts just punching the heck out of him. I'm talking haymakers, rights and lefts, into his face. Several arrests were made, some counter-protesters violently pushed to the ground by officers. That same afternoon, Mayor de Blasio signed police reforms forbidding cops from sitting, kneeling, or standing on the chest or back of a suspect in a manner that compresses the diaphragm. Chief Monahan called that insane. When we were struggling, fighting with that guy, I can't think about, is my knee going to go across his back or not? I have to get that individual into custody before someone else gets seriously injured. 1979, when America lost its sense of purpose, or so President Jimmy Carter told us in what is now known as his malaise speech. We can see this crisis in the growing doubt about the meaning of our own lives and in the loss of a unity of purpose for our nation. CBS News political pundit John Dickerson points out Carter never actually used the word malaise, but it didn't really matter. It has come to be known as perhaps the most politically tone-deaf speech in modern American history. And a New York University undergrad, Jack Dorsey, in 2006, launched a new way to give anyone a voice. A hugely outsized voice because even today, only 22% of Americans say they've ever used Twitter. And of those who do, 90% have tweeted no more than twice. This is July 15th. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? 
Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.